Everyone needs a pastor. A visit to the pastor's study brings biblically faithful pastoral ministry to you and help from those with proven experience in Christian service. We want you to be part of the program during the 30 minutes ahead. To visit the pastor's study today, text your question at 516-367-0391. Again, that's 516-367-0391. Now welcome to today's Visit to the Pastor's Study with Pastor Bill Shishko. I am your host, Pastor Bill Shishko. We invite your calls. If you're listening on Saturday, you may call in live at 631-955-5400, or you can text your questions anytime in the week, 516-367-0391. Well, this month is ministry month for our visits to the pastor's study, but the purpose isn't just to give you glimpses into various ministries. The purpose is to encourage each of you to be serving in ways that further the kingdom of God. And the work of pastors and teachers is to equip the saints for the works of service, and that's what we hope to do on this month's series of programs. I am so impressed with the work of Hope Christian Center. Let me tell you why. First, It's a ministry right in the heart of the Bronx, one of the five boroughs of New York City. It's a ministry right in the midst of homelessness, addictions, and crime, and just the places where the good news of Jesus Christ is meant to go. And second, while Hope Christian Center ministers to men with life-enslaving addictions, it's not a detox program. It's not a mere rehabilitation program. In fact, They don't even call their work a program. It's a ministry that focuses on men's developing a personal relationship with the true and living God through Jesus Christ. Hope Christian Center is right up front that its intensive discipleship, education, and training, coupled with practical life experience, helps men get back to family, church, and community as new people with new purpose in life and new skills so that they can labor to provide for themselves and others. Hope Christian Center gives true hope, the hope that comes from the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, who is about the work of making all things new. And third, I'm so impressed that Hope Christian Center is a home. It's an actual residence in the Bronx where men live together, learn together, and are transformed together over a nine-month training period. Now, from my experience I've seen that ministries structured on the order of a Christian home have been the most effective in helping others, whether that help goes to foster children, pregnant, unwed mothers, latchkey kids, refugees, or people with life-dominating addictions. I'm convinced that, well, coupled with its commitment to the power of the gospel to truly change lives, Hope Christian Center's home and all that goes with that is a key to its success as Christ's instrument to form faithful disciples, people who have become disciplined to follow Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. My guest for today's visit to the pastor's study is Pastor Jack Roberts. Jack has been a co-pastor of the Bronx Household of Faith since 1972. I also want you to hear about that unique ministry later on in today's program. And since 1976, Pastor Jack has been serving as the director of Hope Christian Center in the Bronx, New York. Now, I want to challenge you to think about how you and your home can be used by the Lord to help men and women in any type of crisis, not least 
addictions that will destroy a person unless the power is truly broken by the power of God. And you'll learn more about that kind of ministry on today's program. We invite your questions. Again, if you're listening on Saturday, you can call the studio and be live on the program, 631-955-5400, or you can text your questions anytime, 516-367-0391. Pastor Jack Roberts, director of Hope Christian Center, welcome to a visit to the pastor's study. Thank you, Bill. Good to talk to you today. Yeah, it's great to uh, be gabbing with you again. Jack, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Hope the Hope Christian Center, now that's been around for about half a century, if I'm not mistaken. Would you That's tell... right. This is our 50th year anniversary. Well, it is. Wonderful. Well, tell us how the ministry started and, and then maybe how it's developed over these five decades. Okay, it began really in 1968 when a, a man who had been a heroin addict came to Christ and he was wanting to help other men detox. There were very few programs in those days. And uh, he met a a pastor over near the the Bronx Zoo, and the pastor let him use his basement to put mattresses into detox guys. And and so that pastor gathered other pastors around him, and they formed the corporation, Hope Christian Center, in 1969. And it's developed over the years. It was in the South Bronx until 1984, and then we moved it over here to the West Bronx by Bronx Community College. Uh, on the same block where I live, and it's uh, had about 4,000 men who've come into the program. Uh, I mean, most of them didn't stay for the whole program, of course, but uh, at least they came for one day. They heard the gospel of Jesus, and that's what we're really about. Oh, that's that's 4,000 people. We're going to talk about how many actually have been through the whole program. Now, of course, you mentioned, Jack, uh, it started out as detox, but now you, you you don't so much distance yourself from detox as say, no, we're more than a detox program. How did that develop? Well, it never really was a detox. It's just in those days, guys would kick a heroin cold turkey, and we did that too for the first 10 years or so. But uh, these days, uh, there are fewer people that need to do that because there's so many uh, detox programs available through the city and state. So we don't normally do that uh, uh, in fact, most guys come in having already gone through a detox program. No, it's a, it, this is a training program. It's a discipleship, Christian residential discipleship program, and men understand that when they come. Uh, we want to see men uh, not simply deal with the drug addiction, but to see their lives transformed, to be able to be followers of Christ and responsible family men and members of churches. Wow. Yeah, now you've got a, a, a nine-month, three-phase program for the Hope Christian Center. Got, draw us into that, Jack. What, what, are the, what are those three phases like? Well, it, it's pretty intense. Uh, the first four months, guys are in, in the chapel from 8 o'clock in the morning until noon. It's four hours of Bible classes, and it, it's, it is intense. We have them do Bible studies. They, they write out. They hear live uh, teaching from uh, several of us who are pastors. And uh, that's five days a week, and then that's for four months. And so there's this, it's a quite uh, thorough uh, presentation of, of the Word of God. And so after those, then there's another month of transition where guys can help out. We, we do volunteer work at a couple of different Christian ministries to give them the opportunity to give back to the community and to the Christian community and also to establish that they're ready to go into the workforce. And so after the five months complete, they they begin they look for jobs and everybody's gotten a job. It's been really incredible. Even in the very bad economic times, the men who who got into that third phase were always able to get a job. 
and so they get a job they they pay a small amount for room and board but the rest of it they save to be able to move out after another four months or so so that and that's the goal we don't want to make them dependent on on the program we want them to follow christ in the, the real world yeah so that last four month phase may not last four months right if they get work and they're doing well Right. Sometimes guys can uh, go back to their families, especially if they have a family, uh, a wife that they they need to be with. Um, We have a guy right now that we're actually short-circuiting his program somewhat, uh, letting him skip the second phase because he's got a wife who really needs him and a baby, and there's a job opportunity coming up for him next week. So we're going to let him do that. Uh, because our goal is is to see families restored, to see men take their place as fathers and husbands, and uh, it's been a great joy to see that happen. Not as much as we'd like, but we have seen it happen, yeah, and sure. we know that God's behind it. Yes. Yeah, so so th- let's go back to the first four months, Jack. What what mm-hmm. uh, what if a man does have a wife and children? Is he is he removed from them for those four months? Well, usually guys who who are in the position where they need to come into a program like this, where they get, they're given the control of their lives over to other men. I mean, that's it's. I really admire the men that do that. I don't think it's easy. It'd be very difficult for me to be at Hope Christian Center, quite honestly. So they're in, they're in a position where they don't have really uh, a situation that they they can be in. So usually, men who are married. And most guys are not married, just probably 10% of the guys who come in. They may have children and they have a woman, but they're not legally married. But no. usually it's the woman who wants them out, who wants them to take care of their problem. You get straightened out, and then you can, maybe you can come back. We'll talk about it. So it's not that their um, families are dependent on them anymore, unfortunately. And so usually there have been a couple of cases where uh, wives were able to be taken care of by the tr- Christian community so that the man could be in the program. But normally, they've burnt those bridges, and, and the woman has got a source of uh, livelihood that, uh, unfortunately, does not need the man. And we want to reverse that and see the man become the one who is the, the go-to person, the one that they really need to, to rely on. So do you uh, get into the realm of marriage counseling as well, Jack, or is that beyond your sphere of, of, of service? We do that. Uh, I mean, we don't insist on that. Uh, in this particular case that I'm talking about, uh, we talked actually yesterday about doing that, and, and uh, the woman may be willing to do it. Uh, it, it. Sometimes we like to, if they're in a church, we like to have the pastor get involved. So we, we really want, we orient the mentors going back to their church. So if they've got a church connection, I want to get the pastor involved in that, and so we've done that on a number of occasions, because that's their future. Their future is not at Hope Christian Center. Their future is with the local church, and so we want to, the church to connect with them in meaningful ways, including uh, marriage counseling, family counseling that's needed. Now, on your website, you mentioned ministry to men in crises. And we, right. we focused on substance abuse. W- right. What what other crises uh, are, are the kinds of things that, that bring men to Hope Christian Center? Well, actually, we don't care why a man comes. If he's willing to come there and cooperate, we're, we're going to take him in. We don't charge anything. It's absolutely free, and uh, there's... Uh, the only the only payment we ask for a guy to make is to is for his cooperation. That's the only thing we want. But we've had guys come in because of sexual addictions, uh, sometimes because they're dealing with homelessness, um, sometimes because they they're they've gotten into emotional uh, struggles, uh, depression, and sometimes there are men with uh, demonic uh, influence in their lives, and they know they need help. 
so yeah it's a variety of reasons but mostly because men are not able to function uh, in a normal way and so they recognize I'm out of control I need help so how do they hear about the Hope Christian Center well it's it's almost always word of mouth uh, there are some uh, other programs uh, that uh, refer guys to us because sometimes men will say I want to I want a Christian program and so even secular programs, sometimes probation officers, parole officers will refer guys to us. We get letters from prison uh, every week uh, because guys who've, who've heard about Hope or been in Hope are in prison, and they, they tell guys, and so we get uh, contact with parole officers or people who are uh, in line for uh, getting parole from prison. And so it, it's that, but you, it, often it's uh, churches who whose members know about us, and so it's word of mouth. Family member tells another person, I, I know where you can get some help for your husband, oh. your brother, your uh, son, whatever. And Jack, you've been director of this ministry since 1976. Yeah. You get tired? Uh, <laughs> actually, i tell you the truth, Bill. I, I am really energized when I when I give the message of Christ. I, I teach five days a week. I teach uh, five hours a week, and when when I'm speaking the gospel, I I mean I am I'm lit up. So if I couldn't do that, I I would have quit a long time ago. And I think honestly, if I had not seen the power of the gospel in the lives of men, I would have quit long time ago, long long time ago. But I've seen the power of the gospel, so I know that even though most men that hear what we say reject it, I know that we've exalted Christ in their ears. And so I believe God has will use that in some men's lives before they die. That's what I pray. Okay, they've heard the gospel. I may not see the result. I don't have to see the result. I plant seed. We Sometimes we get the water. Sometimes we see the, the harvest. But I know God's at work. He's, he's doing something in the lives of men, even maybe decades down the road. And so... Uh, that honestly, that's what's energized me because it, it is a pain in the neck. I mean, quite honestly, there's a lot of you know. I, one of my favorite proverbs is where there are no oxen, the stalls are clean. But once you get oxen, you're going to have to muck out the stalls, and we do a lot of mucking, mucking out the stalls. Pe- men, people are problems, and so when we get men, we have problems. And um, especially, I get really weary of conflict resolution. We have a bunch of men living in one house, a small house, uh, comparatively speaking. Uh, although we've had, a, as at some points, 30 men living there. Now we have about 20 now. And uh, it, you've got conflicts, <laughs> generational conflicts. We have guys old enough to be some of the other students' fathers. And so, you know, those are the issues that really wear me out. But, but like I said... Uh, not just me, but the other teachers. Um, one of my one of my sons teaches, and and the co uh, my co director really is uh, a co pastor of a church in New Jersey. And it, it, what energizes us is the gospel because mm-hmm. we've seen the power of Christ. That's the mark of a minister. You're energized by the gospel and by presenting it to others. My guest is Pastor Jack Roberts, director of Hope Christian Center in the Bronx. We're going to hear more from Pastor Jack after this message from the voice of a visit to the pastor's study. It's not enough to listen to pastors on the radio or to watch them on television. Everyone needs a biblically faithful pastor, and everyone needs a biblically faithful church. A Visit to the Pastor's Study is a ministry of the Orthodox Presbyterian Churches in the metropolitan New York area. We're no substitute for a faithful pastor in a local church, but we are a supplement. Visit our website, www.visitthepastorsstudy.org, and you can bring the ministry of this program right to your electronic device. 
Here you'll find archives of past programs, a weekly message from Pastor Bill's Pastor's Post, helps for pastors, helps for congregation members, material for officer training, and much more. That's www.visitthepastorsstudy.org. And we also invite you to contact the host of this program, Pastor Bill Shishko. You can email him at visitpastorbill at gmail.com. He'd love to hear from you so that he can bring his pastoral ministry to you personally. That's visitpastorbill at gmail.com. Remember, everyone needs a pastor. And now back to today's edition of A Visit to the Pastor's Study. I'm your host, Pastor Bill Shishko. Today, ministry that's more than rehab. My guest is Pastor Jack Roberts, co-pastor of the Bronx Household of Faith and director of Hope Christian Center, right in the heart of the Bronx in New York City. Your text questions welcome any time in the week, 516-367-0391. Pastor Jack, I was intrigued with this from Hope Christian Center's website. I'm quoting it now. Done with detox? Question mark. Are you really any different than you were 30 days ago? Or are you just catching your breath before your addiction drags you under again? You don't have to stay stuck in the past. Change is possible. It's actually promised to those who realize they can't trust themselves anymore, especially those who feel like they have no hope. We know there's hope for you. Are you ready for a change? Uh, Pastor Jack, can you flesh that out for us a bit? Sure. <clears throat> the The problem for all of us is a heart problem. You know, the behavior is going to be different depending on the individual's uh, DNA and their environment and their life experiences. But but God sees <clears throat> the real issue is, is we have a corrupt heart. And Jesus is the king of hearts. He's the only one that can really touch that. So, I mean, we're, behavior modification works. You can get a better life, and most people in the world live more or less decent, respectable lives. But 100 years from now, that really won't matter. <laughs> what really matters is the condition of the heart. And so that's what we really want to address. And so we, that's what I said. I don't really care why men come there. We have an opportunity to speak to the issues that will affect them for eternity. And so that is, is what that means. Yeah, you can go through detox, you can go through a program, and your life will be better, and the people around you will be better off, too. They'll be glad that you got straightened out. But 100 years from now, it won't matter to anybody. <laughs> what really matters is where you are in relationship to the living God. Yeah, that's, what is it, well, only one life will soon be passed, <laughs> but only right. what's done for Christ will last. Right. Pastor Jack, what, what do you do in the teaching portion of your discipleship ministry. Men comment that they got a lot of meat in those studies. Yeah. What do you teach? Okay, uh, well, I teach, uh, on Mondays I teach uh, Romans chapter 8, and then the Tuesday through Friday I teach different topics. We have 14 different topics. Uh, this past week we did anger and personal rights. We do personal relationships, obedience to God, obedience to man, attitudes, relationship to the church, what it means. Um, why why study the Bible, how to study the Bible, those kinds of topics. And the other other men teach usually books. So uh, maybe the book of Judges, the book of Ruth has been taught, uh, Matthew, the, the uh, uh, Sermon on the Mount, the Heidelberg Catechism, one of our guys goes through the questions of Heidelberg, the, the doctrines of the Reformed faith uh, from 500 years ago, what some people call TULIP. Those, those are topics that uh, we, we use uh, one of a, in chapel. One of the guys is doing the Book of Ephesians, so oh. we we try to get a, a spectrum of biblical teaching, so they don't just uh, have a, a very narrow view. That's been the problem. The guys 
have a, sp- a spattering of understanding, but it's all it's all distorted. And so we, we want to give the whole picture. And if a guy stays there for the four months, he gets a, a, a really good picture of what the whole Bible is talking about and, and what yeah. it means to be rightly related oh. to God through faith in Christ because of his grace. So th- that's the goal. Um, and, and so but if a guy comes in for one day, he's going to hear the gospel. But that's the gospel is big, bigger than just uh, how to uh, have your sins uh, declared uh, forgiven by Christ. Um, so that's what we do. We're, we're trying to teach the whole council. Yeah, God. the whole council of God. Uh, yeah. Pastor Jack, you have suggestions for for people or for churches who'd want to start a ministry like Hope Christian Center. Actually, after what you said, maybe they don't. But but any suggestions? I mean, what does it take to have a ministry like this? It takes somebody who has a vision to work with these kinds of people got to be a vision that's God-given, got to be, a, and in, involved in that is an understanding of one's own great need for Christ. If, if a person doesn't think that they're just as much in need of Christ as the people that are coming to them, that will be sensed by these people, and they'll be gone. They're not going to stay around. They'll, they'll recognize this is, they're speaking down to me. They think they're better than I am. So there, there has to be an understanding that we're all equal in our depravity, in our sinfulness before God. And therefore, there's uh, an understanding that we're equal in God's grace because of Christ. So that, that is a very personal one, and, and I think that is key. But then there has to be a passion for the gospel, that, that Christ really is the answer. I want to exalt Christ regardless. So that, and you're... And you can't be driven by success. The success has to be, am I being faithful to present the Word of God as clearly, as compassionately, and uh, as God-honoring as I can. That's success for me. Wow. And what God does with that is God's prerogative. But my responsibility is to give the Word of God as uh, compassionately and honestly and with integrity as much as I can. Wow. And then there, there has to be willing to sacrifice, yeah, and that means time, um, comfort, money, um, and uh, a lot of effort. There's, yeah, sure. And quite honestly, it, it, is, it is costly. Um, yeah, at least that's been our experience yeah, I'm here. Sure, I'm sure it is. Jack, Pastor Jack, real quickly, your contact information, please. Okay, you can find us at hopecenterny.org, H-O-P-E-C-E-N-T-E-R-N-Y.org. Our phone number is 718-295-0998. And um, for anybody who wants to find out more about the program, we can talk on that number. Thanks so much, Pastor Jack Roberts. Now some time for counsel from the pastor's study. It's all in this phrase, you can't do it on your own. Some years ago, I was involved with a men's study based on Ed Welch's excellent book, Addictions, A Banquet in the Grave, and whether they're addictions to drugs, alcohol, pornography, buying, working, eating, we were reminded over and over again, you can't do it on your own. In more ways than one, it's not good for a man or a woman to be alone. First, you've got to be honest when there's a difficulty. Admit it. Whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. But slaves often don't realize they're slaves. They think their existence is normal. Someone has got to tell them, you can't do it on your own. Speak with a trusted, honest counselor. Second, 
connect with others, whether a home like Hope Christian Center or a support group of some sort or a one-on-one accountability partner. We're not made to be lone rangers in any of our battles with the world, the flesh, and the devil. Get help from other spiritual soldiers and leaders of spiritual soldiers who are right on the field. You can't do it on your own. And finally, Remember that only Jesus Christ and the gospel can truly change you. Rehab programs can teach you ways to fight your addiction and new skills to make you feel that your life is more productive, but they can't change the desires of your heart or your deepest motivations. Detox can keep you away from addicting substances, but detox can't take away the sense of guilt and shame and powerlessness that addictions bring, only the cross and the resurrection of Jesus Christ and a relationship with Jesus Christ himself, beginning with repentance and true faith in him, can get to these root issues in every life. Begin by having a frank talk with a faithful pastor. Get yourself under a church ministry that will teach you and show you the Savior whose grace is truly greater than all of our sin. Again, my thanks to Pastor Jack Roberts, director of Hope Christian Center, Website, hopecenternewyork.org. Remember, Sunday, the Lord's Day, be sure to set some time to worship the Lord in a church that's faithful to the Word of God. And remember, everyone needs a pastor. You've been listening to this week's A Visit to the Pastor's Study, a ministry of Reformation Metro New York Incorporated in the Orthodox Presbyterian Churches of Metropolitan New York and Connecticut. For more information on the program, check out our website at www.visitthepastorsstudy.org. That's www.visitthepastorsstudy.org. Listen in next week for another Visit to the Pastor's Study. Remember, everyone needs a pastor.